Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Evolvepreneur After Hours Show. I'm your host, Michelle McDonald. My mission is to help entrepreneurs make a difference and navigate the messy world of startups or relaunch, commonly called a pivot. Join me today where we dig deep with our guests and get you the best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. Today, my special guest is Jamie J, who is the founder and managing director of Bottleneck Distant Assistance, founded in 2016. Bottleneck is an outsourcing agency that helps businesses identify, hire, and cultivate their workforce through a carefully designed, systematic approach to growth. A veteran U.S. Army paratrooper who receives the Army Achievement Medal for Meritorious Service, Jamie's additional business experience includes a 12-year career in corporate America and advanced education in business administration and management at Florida Institute of Technology. Jamie likes networking with big picture thinkers and proudly proclaims he is unemployable. In his spare time, he enjoys playing hockey, riding his Harley Davidson, camping, boating, playing guitar, and traveling, as well as spending time with his wife, Sarah, and their dog, Nikita. Jamie, welcome, welcome. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. What a, what a wonderful introduction. You're so happy. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, we just got this energy flowing. You know, I'm feeling it. Good vibes. I think we're going to have an awesome time. So, of course, I wanted to thank you for your service as a U.S. Army veteran. You have represented your company, your country very well. And there are so many who are grateful for the tremendous acts that you have done. And I really wanted to put that center stage before we got into our conversation. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Your company, Bottleneck distant assistance is said to have discovered the missing link in virtual assistant services industry. What would that be? And how is it beneficial to entrepreneurs? Oh, uh, starting off with a great question. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I don't look down upon any virtual assistant uh, service ever. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, a lot of them complement uh, the needs of people in different ways. And I think it's really important to, to make that statement prior. There is a differentiator though. And I think as entrepreneurs, we have to find something unique about what it is that we do to differentiate ourselves. Um, notice really important there. I did not say make ourselves better. Uh, the last thing I want to do is compare myself to anybody. Uh, so how do we do that? How do we make ourselves different? Um, and if you look at category design, where you're designing something new uh, that will solve a problem or a challenge for somebody, um, you really have to think about it from uh, the consumer's point of view. And one of the biggest challenges I find in um, the virtual assistant industry is people hire a virtual assistant service or person for a specific reason. That's because they're experiencing, most likely, overwhelm. They're growing. There's too many things that they have to do. So you look to hire somebody. At the same time, it's kind of challenging to hire somebody because there's a lot of what ifs and 
oh my gosh, how much is this going to cost? And oh, yeah. how much time am I going to spend to train? I'm, I need to hire somebody. I don't have time to train. Well, if you look at that, hiring a virtual assistant, in my opinion, is more of a transactional based relationship, meaning that you pay somebody for a service. And because this person is more transactional based in nature, maybe through several iterations on a specific project or task, it's you'll finally get to the end result, most likely, hopefully, sometimes not, but it, it's it's really hard. They don't really know you. They don't get you. They don't understand your tone, your voice. And so we created a, a brand new category called distant assistant. And a distant assistant is specially trained for more of an intimate based relationship. Not like they, they learn your tone, they study your vision, they study your mission. And why is this any different than a traditional virtual assistant? Leaps and bounds difference. And the, and the reason is, is because when you delegate a certain task, now that they've studied you and they understand what your expectations are, they 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 hear your they under they study your vision and your mission and they listen to your voice. They listen to the tone because what they want to do is maintain the integrity of your brand and your messaging in the best way possible. And how else can they do that without studying that? And that's that's very, very important. It's often overlooked. Uh, so that's one of our big differentiators. I love that, Jamie, that focus on that personal, like one-on-one -on -one connection, because I know one of the biggest factors when it comes to hiring is feeling as though your staff doesn't understand the vision. They don't get you. They're just here, you know, they're making their money and that's it. And it's just this gap, this empty space. So what you're saying is that you have found a way, a very creative and humanistic way to fill that gap and make it a win-win on both sides. Absolutely. You know, you, you, I love the fact that you said humanistic because we are not robots. We are not somebody that you don't know. We're not a different person. We are dedicated human beings that strive to support um, all of the mundane, however, very important tasks that need to be done by so many of these business leaders, entrepreneurs. And uh, it's just, uh, oh man, it's just so refreshing. Absolutely. And I, I can definitely think that those who are high achieving entrepreneurs or who feel just overwhelmed by having more than three things to do in their to-do list can really appreciate having a virtual assistant like that because it, it changes the environment, right? So instead of me oh feeling God. like, you know, my head is just filled, everything is confusing, chaotic, this person walks in, you know, personality they set the mood and and they change it so i still have like a lot of papers there's still a lot going on <laughs> but now it's in their hands and i just feel <sighs> relieved it really is yeah it's it that it you, you explained it it that feeling of just like i have the confidence knowing that it, things are going to get done and every single person i ask not one has ever said given me no to this answer ever once. And I've been doing this 16 years, by the way. But if I were to ask just about anybody, have you ever wanted to finish something that you started or are there things in your mind that you really want to get done? You just haven't had the time to do them, but there's something really big you want to get done. Never once has I said, heard anybody say, oh no, I've done everything, right? <laughs> so, so you, and, and why not? 
because there's so many things going on and, and it's hard to prioritize when you're being reactionary instead of proactive. So I always say bottleneck is the doer. You're the creative, you're the brain behind this entity. This is your baby. You're, you're thinking of all of these things. Continue doing that and, and, and create and let us do. Yeah, and I think this really focuses on the value of uh, external resources, right? So tapping into an outside source to get things done and feeling confident in that and knowing that you can focus on all of the other big stuff in your business that truly kind of like drives your passion without getting burnt out doing the other things. Oh, my. Uh, yes. Our provocative point of view is stop doing the wrong things so you can focus on doing your best work. Love it. That is a great reminder to our entrepreneurs in the audience because some of us, we get really caught up in the grind of everything and we, we're very well intended. All of our energy is going, like you say, our business can progress even more if we're doing the right things. And sometimes we know what that is. We just get lost trying to find it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Um, I want to, if it's okay, piggyback on doing the right thing. That's, that's huge. It's also it could be very scary. Uh, and, I, and I say this for two reasons. Number one, doing something new for the first time is kind of scary. You're going to, what if I mess up, right? The second thing is, this is something you created. This is, a, this, is a, 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 this is your heart and soul go into this to create this. How in the world can I ever expect somebody to do these important tasks and not have me there, you know, uh, looking over their shoulder every second or, oh my gosh, they're going to do something wrong. That's not the right way to do it. Um, those are two things that really hold a lot of people back and they're mm -hmm. huge. And if it, number one, I, I'm the type of person that I don't like to dip my toe in the water. I just jump in, you right. If it's cold, okay. <laughs> hey, you know, I'll get used to it. Uh, and, and I understand that, you know, but that's kind of entrepreneurial, right? Mm -hmm. In nature, a lot of people kind of do that, but then they forget. They forget, hey, I jumped into this thing with both feet. I didn't tippy toe into the water here, but don't mess my baby up, right? And, right. And I totally get it. I totally get it. But the second you can kind of just release a little bit of that and get what's in your head out, ah. Oh, it's like the skies open, the clouds part, and the sun shines. Oh, it's amazing. It's a double rainbow. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, and I'm sure a lot of us want to experience that. We want, you know, we want to have a taste of that. And so it's good to know that this is one of the most strategic ways that we can get that done. Simple, strategic, effective. Mm. I love that. I love Thank that. You. <laughs> Community is one of the biggest things in business and truly defines the corporate culture. One can say this also includes an element of empathy. What's your vision on this concept? Oh, culture eats strategy <laughs> every single day. We all know how important it is to be strategic. Uh, you really have to think a lot about what's going on. Uh, but if you don't have an effective, powerful, empathetic, caring, thoughtful 
vulnerability uh, for an environment that's conducive to people's thoughts and concerns and their own voices to create empowerment, uh, that good culture instantly becomes toxic. Anytime someone brings their voice or shares an idea and someone rolls their eyes, uh, it's something I experienced in corporate America quite a bit um, where I was almost afraid to speak up. I was actually told by my manager in corporate America when the big wigs were coming from, from the big, big wigs were coming, do not ask any questions. Here's, the, here's your little mission statement. Um, so that you, you have to read this, memorize it before they get here. But if they ask you any questions, yes or no, or everything is great. And then if you have any concerns, come to me afterwards. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I couldn't wow. believe that. The, I will, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I will tell you that. Right, not the brightest bulb, whatever the case may be. Um, I have an incredible work ethic, in my opinion. And I just go for it, sometimes not thinking it through. And I tell you, without the team that we've assembled and put together, um, I would never be where I'm even close to being today. They have such amazing ideas. They speak up when they want to. They're oftentimes they're quiet, but they're listening. As a matter of fact, that was our word of the year uh, in 2019. Listen, listen intently and soulfully to engage notably. We study a, a word of the year every single year, and and we really embrace how powerful that is. However, when they do speak up, it's like the old E.F. Hutton commercial. Everybody wants to listen. And it doesn't matter where they're at. We have an org chart. We have a hierarchy. But it's a flat line when it comes to any of our meetings. Uh, we have different people lead the meetings. We have different people speaking up on different. Uh, it's, just, it's just amazing. And I want that so bad for everybody else. It's, it's you know, you explained it. It's just, it's just a magical feeling when you have finally some incredible culture. So I, I'm sorry for dragging that on so long, but that's how important it is uh, to me. And I hope others understand that as well. Yeah, that's beautiful, Jamie. I love the fact that you guys have a word of the year. You know, that's something that's encouraged as an individual, but to have that as a part of your corporate culture, your company culture is amazing. You know, it, it really shows how much value you put into the persons that you select to be a part of your family and you feel like part of the family and listening is so important. So to highlight that is like, wow. Yeah. Wow. I applaud you for that. Oh, I think, well, God gave us two ears and one mouth. So we better use the one he gave us most of most of the time. <laughs> So true, so true. And you know, I was going to ask you about your hiring process, because you know, that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs kind of struggle with. But I can tell that you really go in looking for something unique in those that you select to be able to create a culture that's so beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really important that when you do. So first of all, hiring is, is, is not easy. Everybody knows the statistics are cost over $4,129 just to hire somebody. It can cost you up to nine months salary to fire somebody. So making an incorrect decision is extremely important. And half the time people come to us anyways, because they're already overwhelmed. Now I need to go hire somebody else again. No, it's so stressful. Um, and the reason you want to hire somebody is to reduce that stress, right? And, and really focus on that best work, doing your best work. 
the, the hiring process though um, can can as long as you set your expectations and know that when you hire somebody, you're way up here, they're way down here. Not as not as human beings, just knowledge, right? Yeah. Their their knowledge because you could be hiring them to. I don't know, be your personal assistant or manage your CRM or something like that. And they may have a really good foundational understanding of CRM. Uh, maybe it's go high level or it's HubSpot or something like that. And they really know it really well. But you may be using HubSpot the same as your competitors using HubSpot, but you use it in a completely different way. Okay. So making sure that you take the time to explain how you envision things being done and then have them uh, when you delegate that task to them, there's three steps in a task. And this is probably really important. And this goes along with hiring because hiring is training. Mm -hmm. And with proper training, that's how you get somebody long-term and build that good culture. And that's how you get people that align with your vision. Now they could disagree with you on certain times or have a different personality, but you're all striving for that same goal. That's what you're looking for. But when you delegate a task, make sure you do three things. Number one, name the task. That sounds crazy, but name the task and be specific about it. Yeah. Make sure that whomever it is that you hire knows what that task name is. The second thing is give proper, thorough, step-by-step -step instructions and have whomever you're delegating this task to confirm that step-by-step. -step. The third thing is create a signal. And this is really important. For me, I used to own a creative web agency. And we built a lot of websites. And one of the biggest problems we had was scope creep. And scope creep basically is where somebody keeps wanting more and more and more without paying. And at a certain point, you kind of have to stop that. Otherwise, you don't make any money. And this was happening over and over again. I'm like, how do we stop this? Mm -hmm. So we created what we called a deployment kit. And in that deployment kit, we had the, the brand guidelines. And this is how you log into your site. And the, you know, this is how you add an image and all of that kind of stuff. And I say, in the consultation, the very first consultation, when you receive the deployment kit, this project is considered complete. If you need anything else, there's a separate line item or a fee, a separate fee will 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 have to have to have to charge you a separate fee. We never had problems with scope creep after that. And so now what we do is we integrate that into every single task, no matter how big or small. So number one, name it, number two, confirm it, and number three, create a signal so that both whoever the delegator is and the delegatee both understand exactly what is expected. And I, if you can do that, it saves so much headaches down the road. You can take care of any issues right now instead of three, six, nine, 12 months down. So true. And I like the simplicity of that. Name it, confirm it, create a signal. And, you know, we often miss the mark because we don't follow these steps. And there's so much room for misinterpretation. And we uh, feel like, hey, you know what? If I just said A, they heard A, right? We're on the same page. Yep. Totally didn't. They heard G and they're just running with it. Yeah. And now nothing's getting done. You know, we're, we're further behind than we are. And so these three steps are, are so critical to just getting it right the first time. Yep. It really helps. It saves so much time. Thank you for sharing that gem with us. I know we really appreciate that. You have been doing so much. You shared a lot of insight. We also know, though, that businesses go through challenges, the kind of thing that kind of makes us stronger. We learned some lessons along the way. What would you say is your single 
biggest business challenge right now? Right now, for me, business-wise, my biggest challenge is probably scaling, scalability, trying to trying to grow. We, we spent this last year building the infrastructure. We really worked hard, spent a lot of money, a lot of time. Our documentation, our systems, processes, workflows, those are all done. And it just, we have, you know, 26 people on our team now. And, and with that comes a bit of overhead, a bit of stress. And how do you solve that? You go out and you earn business. And uh, you do that by appearing on podcasts and, and trying to get out there and, and um, do the best you can to share your message and make sure that message is different. I would say that's probably easily our biggest challenge now. But with a big but, we're ready for it. Like we're, our, we're ready for scalability now. You know, we took this year kind of rebuilding and now we're going to launch. So that's probably my biggest challenge. And and I would I would I would have to say that's probably a lot of people's biggest challenge mm -hmm. is continuing to find new business uh, on a on a regular schedule. Absolutely, because sometimes we find ourselves in the same circle and we want to expand out of that. And it's like, how do I do that? This is what I know, but I know I can reach a better audience. And is trying to really like stretch. You know, it's, it's our comfort zone. You know, it, it keeps kind of building on us. You go out a little bit, get a little comfortable. Go a little bit, gets a little comfortable. So I like the fact that you said that despite the fact that scaling up is the current challenge, you guys are ready for it. Like head on, I'm here, I'm on this podcast. We're willing to do other things. We're growing. We want to grow. We know that we're going to grow. And here we are. Yep. Yep. That's the truth. <laughs> so thank you for your transparency with that. Of course, we have to know how can entrepreneurs connect with you and outsource with intention with one of your distant assistants. Um, Michelle, thank you for giving me this opportunity. I will, I will, I will say this really quick. You just go to bottleneck.online. Uh, that's the website that we have. And uh, I recently wrote a book, uh, just recently celebrated the one year anniversary called Quit Repeating Yourself. Um, and basically, I wrote about everything we do in our business with regards to systems, processes, uh, workflows, um, the hiring challenges that we've experienced and how we overcame those. And I just, it's kind of like a helpful guide to somebody that may be looking to scale their business. Nice. Where can we find a copy of that? Anywhere books are sold. Uh, Amazon, Goodreads, pretty much, pretty much anywhere. Um, or you can go to quitrepeatingyourself.com. <laughs> Great. So congratulations on your one year anniversary with your book. Thank you. <laughs> and it's definitely a lesson we all need to learn to stop repeating ourselves. It, it's so ironic because as children, the way to remember something was to keep repeating it. But as adults, you know, we want to break a cycle. We want to, you know, continue to progress and move forward. So it's kind of a, an interesting uh, paradox there. Yeah. Jamie, you have opened our eyes to being more strategic when it comes to hiring, remembering that three-step process, name it, confirm it, create a signal, remembering to do the right things in our business and to let bottleneck distant assistants do the rest, <laughs> which of course sounds amazing for us entrepreneurs who are feeling overwhelmed, don't understand outsourcing, the fact that you have created a company, a brand, a community within your structure to be able to bring a sense of empathy, bring that guidance and assurance to your clients is 
absolutely amazing. I know so many of us out here are willing to jump onto that website, find out more, mm -hmm. and, and be able to focus on the things that we, we should. So we appreciate that for bringing that to the stage tonight. Thank you for being a part of another awesome guest episode of the Evolvepreneur After Hours show. Before you go, if you like this episode, we'd be very grateful for a five-star review and consider recommending the show to a friend or two. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes at evolvepreneursecrets.show right now. Until next time, and if you are an entrepreneur, make a start on your next great idea today.